Welcome to the Optimized Mom Podcast, where we explore strategies for trading burnout, overwhelm, and exhaustion for simplicity, efficiency, and joy. Why? Because I want you to have the time and energy to care for yourself, have fun with your family, and share your sparkle with the world. Hi folks, Anissa here. And as I said in the trailer episode, I am pretty passionate about simplicity. And while I know simplicity and decluttering are not synonyms, um, often we can make things a lot simpler by getting rid of the stuff that's extra. So today I wanted to chat about five areas of your life that you probably need to declutter. Now, when we think about decluttering, we always automatically think of stuff, Um, but there might be other places where clutter is lurking, old clutter that you don't need anymore. Um, I advocate taking everything down to the bare minimum, really being intentional and deciding about what it is that you want, because you're probably, if you're an adult woman in this society, you're walking around with a lot of stuff that you never wanted in the first place. And although I'm all about optimizing, it's ridiculous to try to optimize anything that shouldn't even exist in the first place. So let's talk about five areas of your life that you might need to declutter. The first one is obviously stuff. The average home in America has 33,000 items in it, 33,000. That's overwhelming. Um, And that stuff is stressing us out. There was a study done that studied moms specifically. And when they quizzed moms um, and the moms gave the answer that they thought their house was cluttered, they noted that their cortisol levels were high. Now, cortisol is that hormone that your body releases when you're stressed. Incidentally, the children and the, um, the male spouses did not, did not have this same sort of effect. So you're right. Your clutter does bother you more than it bothers the rest of your family, but it probably is actually causing you physical stress. Um, now, obviously, there's plenty of people who own lots of things and are happy owning lots of things. My litmus test for deciding if something is clutter or just a thing that's nice to have um, is whether it's making my life better or worse. And if you can't think of a way that it's making your life better, making it happier, making it easier, um, then there's a good chance it's making your life worse. Clutter makes it harder to clean, makes it harder to find things. Uh, As we've already said, it uh, can make it hard to relax. So Obviously clutter is a place, um, stuff is a place where, where our lives can get a little cluttered. It's not the only place though. Number two, you might need to declutter your schedule. How many of us have days packed full of things that we don't want to be doing at all? Um, maybe it was a commitment that we agreed to a long time ago that sounded like a good idea at the time. Um, maybe it's an activity for our kids that we thought was going to be super enriching, but then it turns out the kid's not into it and it interferes with dinner time and we're, we're taking all this time to schlep them from one side of town to another. Um, it might be something that, um, a chore that 
it's not important to you, but at some point, somebody suggested that you needed to wash your walls or um, you know scrub the baseboards or something like that. And it's not even something that you care about, but you continue to fill your days with stuff like this because somebody might care. We even have, you know, FOMO, things that we do because we're afraid that we're going to miss out and, um, and not be there for something that was important. So I urge you to really look at your schedule, to not be so afraid to say no, um, and to really look at the things that you're doing on a daily or weekly or even occasional basis and just see, is this even something that is adding any value to my life? Or if it's not adding value to your life, is it adding tremendous value to someone you love? I mean, obviously, um, if, if your child is a figure skater and needs to get up at four o'clock in the morning and go practice on the ice before everybody's there, uh, that's a hardship. But if it's something that's, that's worth it for your family, it might be worth it. Number three, do you have any people that you need to declutter? Often, we have people in our lives whose season has come and gone. You know, they were, they were good friends to have at a certain point in life and you've outgrown each other. Maybe it's a person that you wouldn't really have chosen in the first place. You were kind of thrown together and, um, and now you're still together even though you'd really rather not be. But it feels so uncomfortable to go through the process of removing this person clutter that, uh, that you haven't been able to do it. And this can blend into our schedule clutter too. Um, how often are you making plans to have lunch or have drinks with someone that you don't really like, or that you're spending your holidays with family that makes you really grit your teeth and feel uncomfortable? Um, you know, and obviously we don't want to toss people out like, you know, like trash at the back of our closet or something, but is there work that needs to be done on this relationship to improve it? Or does it simply need to go? Can you simply be grateful that it happened, grateful for what it taught you, and let it go? Number four, you might have habits that you need to declutter. Um, these are things, you know, that you've always done that you... Sometimes we don't even know why we do this stuff. You have stuff that you're doing, you don't know why you do it, you don't even want to do it, um, but you're doing it anyway. When I teach about changing routines, I always talk about the fact that we all have a routine. Just because you haven't set it up um, you know, intentionally doesn't mean you don't have one. You know, you have a morning routine. Your morning routine may be, you know, hitting the snooze button nine times and um, then checking your email. That's a routine. That totally counts. Um, but we want to be sure that as we're going through these habits and these routines, these, these parts of our day that just feel automatic, that there are things that we've chosen and not things that we're just doing because, because we've never thought about them. Um, so if you've got some habits that aren't serving you, that feel like they need to go, that would be a great thing to declutter. And finally, thoughts. Thoughts. We have so much kicking around in those heads of ours. You know, a lot has been said already about the mental load of moms. 
about how much information we carry in our heads. You know, that we, we know what every kid's shoe size is and when our mother-in-law's birthday is and the last time the toilet was cleaned and where that little um, doohickey that the kids are looking for is, you know, we've got all of that in our heads. And that's overwhelming. It makes motherhood miserable. It stresses us out. And um, so we can definitely find better ways to store that information so that our brain can be a thinking device instead of a storage device. Um, but you might have other stuff cluttering up your brain. Um, bogus beliefs about yourself and your place in the world that make you feel guilt or shame. You know, we've all got these ideas about like what a mom should be and you know, what it means to be a good and productive person and all that kind of stuff. And, and that really is weighing us down when we're carrying all that around with us. Um, you might have outdated expectations in your head. You know, you've got these ideas again about what a clean home should look like or how many tasks you need to do in a day. And that may not even be something that you consciously came up with. It's, it's something that you picked up when you were a kid or something that you've picked up from your spouse or other people that you hang out with or people that you see on social media or whatever. If those beliefs are serving you, great. If those expectations are weighing you down and, you know, and you're using them as a way to beat yourself up, then that is definitely a thought that could be decluttered. And often we find that these thoughts that we have in our head can sort of be the cause of the clutter that we find elsewhere. Um, you know, if you've got a thought that you should do something that can lead to there being stuff in your schedule or people in your life that don't belong there. Um, if you've got a fear of something, say, you know, what's going to happen in the future? You might be holding on to stuff that you don't necessarily need. And so the, decluttering the thoughts would be a great place to start, but it's a really, really tricky place to start. Uh, those, those thoughts that need to go are often really, really deep-seated and can be hard to, um, to tackle. So we'll be talking about all five of these over the course of the podcast. But for today, I'll just say, you get to choose what's in your life and what isn't. And if you're holding on to something, why are you holding on to it? Do you like the reason that you're holding on to it? Um, if you're happy with it, great. Nobody, you know, there's not a minimalism club <laughs> where we get to say, you know, you must have this number of possessions. You have to be able to take, take off with your backpack at a moment's notice. Um, that's not going to happen. You can have absolutely as much stuff as full a schedule, you know, be surrounded by as many people, um, have all the habits and thoughts that make you happy. But if your life isn't making you happy, remember there is, you do have the option to choose. Okay, so it's all well and good that I gave you these suggestions about uh, some things you can declutter from your life, but what can you do if you feel yourself in this situation? I'm really passionate about not just, just sharing information and thoughts, but also trying to give you some strategies for how you can actually fix this stuff. So the first thing I would say is, you know what brought you here today, what made you press play on this particular recording, 
uh, something in your life feels like too much. And as tough as it is in this world that we live in, in the 21st century, which is so noisy and so busy, especially for moms, um, find some space and some quiet in your day where you can cultivate solutions. You know, listen to that voice in yourself that is saying, this is too much. And then really think outside the box. You know, I think our brains are trained to sort of see situations as either or. I work at my job or I quit my job. I, um, you know, I exercise for 30 minutes or I don't exercise at all. You know, just those sort of either or black or white choices. But life has a lot more nuance in it. And so dig into that. You know, where are some places that you could declutter just a little bit and give yourself just that extra little bit of breathing room? I love the idea of journaling. First thing when I wake up in the morning, sitting for 20 minutes and just writing, getting to the root of the problem and listening to what your brain says. Your brain usually knows the answer. If you don't have an obvious place to start, I think the easiest place to start is with the physical clutter. It's the most obvious. You know, when we look around, it's hard to, uh, to deny that physical clutter is there. Um, and what I found, um, I'll save this story for another day, but back in 2019, my family got rid of almost everything we owned so that we could travel for a family as a bit. And one of the things I noticed while we were going through this process was that a lot of the emotional issues that came up when I started to let go of the physical things I had to confront them as part of the decluttering process. And it was great that I did because those issues were hindering me in other areas of my life as well. So there's a chance that that might be the case for you too. So if you would like some help getting started with decluttering, I have a great resource for you. It's called the Declutter Jumpstart. It teaches my 10 minutes at a time decluttering system. Um, it's got a decluttering bingo card in there to, to get you sort of past that hump of, um, gosh, I just don't even know where to start. It will tell you exactly where to start. And the bingo card was actually featured in Real Simple Magazine recently, which was super fun for me. It's my favorite magazine, so I was very proud for that inclusion. If you want to check that resource out, it will be linked here in the show notes and uh, is available 100% for free just because I am so thrilled with the freedom that has come from having fewer possessions. And I want you to experience that as well. As I said, we'll talk more about decluttering your schedule, some people, your habits, and your thoughts as the podcast goes on. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope this helps you to simplify and declutter a little bit somewhere in your life. And I look forward to chatting with you next time on The Optimized Mom.